He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. For every episode, you can go to awkwardwithevan.com. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and uh, social media is at awkwardwithevan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So uh, I am going back uh, about maybe 15, 16 years to when I moved to L.A., uh, I guess the first student film I ever did, I forget what the film school was. I think it was the Art Institute. And uh, I was technically the lead. It was my first lead in a student film. And uh, I'm interviewing my Facebook friend who casted me uh, in that part, Jessica Amal. And uh, then she went on you know, to Bigger Better Things. And uh, actually recently she's been sharing our her journey with lung cancer, a non-smoker and, uh, was pregnant at the time and, you know, found out she had lung cancer, which was, a quite a, a captivating story. So, um, we share that we, we tried to rewatch back our student film that we worked on and tried to create like a, a commentary for it. But I, I'm probably have cut that out because it just doesn't, it's, it was such a strange film but um, if you want to look it up, we'll give you the info in the show notes. Um, but let's get to my talk with good Facebook friend, Jessica Amal. Okay, this is Socially Awkward with Evan Wexell, and I'm going back to my random Facebook past to someone who, who took a chance on me many years ago and, and casted me in my first student film. And, and we, we've both lived a little uh, since then, and we are reuniting probably about 14 to 15 years later. <laughs> Jessica Amal. Hi. Welcome back. You're, you're adorable as always. Thank you. Um, what, what were, so we, where were you going to film school? Cause you were doing film school. Is it in Santa Monica or yeah, it was in Santa Monica. It was the Art Institute. Um, That's right. Uh, yeah, it's no longer there anymore. No way. They closed that campus down. Yeah. I guess like one of my teachers said he was like in the middle of like helping a student and people were like moving computers out like <laughs> <laughs> all around him. So I wonder um, if like some some bookie lost in like a bet. Like I'll yeah. bet you the Art Institute that the Lakers covered tonight. <laughs> and then they did <laughs> nope no so then are you still in LA yes yes okay um mostly acting now um, cool but I you know like I use my film skills um to make my own videos and because I was part of a sketch comedy group and right we did all that stuff so um what were some great things you learned about, like just from being in a film school versus just like watching YouTube videos and trying to replicate things yourself? What, what did the film school offer? Um, I guess like organizational, like, yeah. like how to break down a script and like figure out exactly like how you want to shoot something. And um, I think also like 
uh, resources. Like mm-hmm. they gave us like, um, you can go to this place to get these lights or, you know, that sort of thing, I guess. Yeah. It's helpful. I mean, yeah, like I have no, you know, you can watch a million different videos and get like a million different recommendations. And you guys all seemed organized. Like it was my first experience, like on a set and you guys had people had their roles. So I think that that helped as well. Um, I think I did New York Film Academy. I did a student film right after yours. So I was uh, building that resume. (laughs) And um, what, what have been, do you have like you did say mentioned sketch comedy. Do you have like comedic influences yourself yeah, growing up? Lucille Ball is like my idol. Yeah. My favorite. Um, Carol Burnett. Yeah. Um, I'm like, who else? Oh, are, we, are you I, a Golden Girls person? Oh, I love Golden Girls. Yeah. yeah. We're, on, we're on it. We're on season two right now, my wife and I. So Sweet. from the beginning. Oh, man. Vicious. Yeah. They hit, they hit the ground running. Yeah, they did. I I don't think I've seen Golden Girls like in order. Like, right? I've seen a lot of episodes. I've seen a lot of the same episodes, whatever they play on TV. Right. Yeah. No, their their first pilot was really funny, and then like they, it's weird because if you watch the intro, a lot of the the clips in the intro are from like episode nineteen in the season, and it was shot so differently. My theory is that. Maybe this was really like some melodramatic pilot, but then it's like, no, this is not the Golden Girls. And they pushed it back because it was about, I think Rose's sister was now blind and she had to cope with life. And it was, it was, a, it was a serious episode, oh, but it, wow. it definitely stuck out. It was shot differently. Like it was so close to closed in on every actor as they were talking. Yeah. So you can, but the things, you know, you can pick those things up uh, from being on a set and knowing yeah. those little things. Yeah, I think, like one of the other things I got from film school is like how to like analyze like a, a movie or a show mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. What would be a movie you'd love to analyze? Like if you could write your book about like the brilliance of, you know, white <laughs> chicks or something like, was there a film out there that you would, you'd love to like break, could like blog about like time after time? Oh my gosh. Well, even if it's not like well-known, but maybe it was something, you know, Nietzsche. Yeah, for, uh, I mean, the sound of music is like my favorite. yeah. Sorry, it's okay. Put my phone on silent. <laughs> um, yeah. So what? Give me some layers to the sound of music. Why did it work on on so many levels? Well, okay, I loved it as a kid growing up um, because of okay. Here we go. Here we go. Um, what I love about sound of music is the music. Yeah. And um, I love the, just, I love like the, the set of it. I love like, I don't know. It's just like, it has this very sentimental thing for me. Uh-huh. Um, Cause I was so little and I watched it so much growing up. Um, it's funny. Like, Thinking about it, like now as an adult, I'm like, oh, and here's where the Nazis come in because <laughs> I didn't think about Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, I was like oh, this is just a family that sings, and now they're running away. Like, yeah. Um, but now as an adult, I'm like, wow, I'm such a weird child. Did you have a favorite Von Trapp child, or 
could you break down the children one by one and their strengths and weaknesses? <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're, you're going to play kickball, who would you like, you know, that kind of, you don't have to, but <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, oh gosh. Did you have a favorite child? Like the 16 turning 17? Oh, I love that. One. That I, one. So I, I, when I was a kid, we had like in our living room, like a bunch of um, sofas that were kind of like in a circle almost, but then yeah. like sat on the TV. And every time she would jump from bench to bench mm-hmm. uh, in that song, I would get on the couch on the couches and I would jump from couch to couch. And there was one like, you know, the gap between the TV and the two couches was like huge. So I never reach it, but I always yeah. try every- yeah um yeah i loved that so much uh so you i i reenacted that with like back to the future where i would string like some wire across uh like part of my living room at my parents house and try to recreate uh traveling through time (laughs) in like a in like a hot toy car or something but yeah so good yeah and uh yeah, all the songs were good, and the Von Trapp kids were great, and they're running from Nazis. I think that's everything. I think yeah. all movies could be derived from that. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then um, recently, is there is there something that you've seen in the last couple of years where you're like, wow, that is something? Uh, there's a bunch of things that I've seen. Yeah. Um, let's see. Right now, I'm watching uh, Big Sky, which is really good. Okay. Um, I'm also watching, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Cruel Summer. I oh, I've it. seen the title floating around. I haven't watched anything yeah. yet. The way that, the way that it's shot and like cut together is really interesting. Cause, uh, it's not like a normal narrative. Mm-hmm. Everything's happening like in time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so far I like that. Uh, what else? I'm watching second season of Selena. On oh, the is that like an older show that they brought back, or they just are releasing this? I they just released. They oh, just wow. released second season. I watched the first season during the pandemic. Is this the same Selena from like the singer Selena? Because uh, yes. they had the movie, didn't they? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. They um the the show is really interesting. They just introduced the woman who kills her. Okay. Um, she's crazy. Oh, um, you gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that's what, as far as I am up like it, with that sh- series. Um, yeah. What other, I'm trying to think what other shows I've seen, but anyway. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, there's a lot out there. Um, All right, we're going to get back to my talk with Jessica. But first, the main way you can support this podcast is by going to patreon.com slash funnyevan. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help uh, free up my ability to bring on more Facebook friends from all walks of life and interview them and reconnect and then share their story. And uh, it might be the only time you ever hear these people like on the internet, uh, you know, being willing to just chat about whatever with me. So um, it's, it's a big treat to do this. So definitely go to patreon.com slash funny Evan. There's reward tiers based on your participation, uh, all kinds of fun things. There's even like t-shirts, tile sponsorship, all that silliness. So um, enough about that. Let's get back to my talk with Jessica. 
I guess I guess I do want to touch on this because you know I I came across you because you'd had some articles recently, um, national articles like today.com and so on. Um, do you uh, and you can tell me as much or as little as you want to, but um, how did this whole thing did this all start like you were pregnant with your first child when this was all happening? Yeah, so I was pregnant. Yeah, I was pregnant with my first child um, and didn't know like what was going on with me physically. I thought I thought I was pregnant. Yeah, that's it. And then um, I had my water broke. I went in a month early and gave birth. And then um, as the meds wore off, I was in so much pain, like appreciating amount of pain. And I was like, this shouldn't be, I should not be feeling like this. Like this is weird. And I was taking so much Advil like every day, try to like, kind of like take that mess with your stomach a little, or is it not really? It was okay. Okay. I think so. I, I, I think I was taking way too much. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then I started going to like doctor's visits. So I went to the chiropractor. I went to, I went to, uh, another chiropractor that was like very weird. Um, I went to acupuncture. I went yeah. to massage therapy. Nothing was like relieving the pain. Yeah. And, um, so I went to my regular doctor and he's like, well, we should have you, um, do an MRI or a CT scan. Uh-huh. So, so I did that. And then I didn't hear anything back. Right. And, and, um, and pain was still there the whole time. Yeah. And, the pain yeah, was yeah. The and I was going to like a physical therapist and, uh, still having pain. And then one doctor I saw said, you know, you might have cancer. Whoa. And, um, I was like, okay. <laughs> so, um, so then shortly after that, like, uh, we moved into this new house. And then um, when we did the, the first night in the house, uh, I couldn't sleep. I like woke up several times. Wow. Um, and then the next day I was walking and like my hip just started hurting and I couldn't walk. And yeah. I was like freaking out. I was like, I can't walk. I can't walk. I can't walk. Right. right. And so they, um, called the ambulance and, um, they brought me to the hospital and they tested me for COVID and all that stuff. And, oh, so um, this was like since the pandemic. Yeah. This was, wow. Last wow. Um, so then I found out it was like my, it was on my birthday. I found out that I have stage four lung cancer. Whoa. Non-small cell. Non and a non-smoker. Cause yeah, non-smoker. Cause yeah, I worked for New York Roadrunners and one of the races they put on in the park, like this is before I moved to LA, was actually like for like a J it was like a JP Morgan Chase sponsoring it called like I think like the Tom LeBrec classic because Tom LeBrec was a worker that did not smoke but still got lung cancer. So so you know, so you so you get that news and then you know did you have multiple options you were looking at or pretty much just following what the doctor said you had to do at this time? Well, all I remember is the doctor coming in and telling me that I had non-small cell lung cancer, which really freaked me out because my, um, both of my in-laws, my mother-in-law and father-in-law both died of lung cancer. Oh, wow. Um, and so I couldn't even hear him say non-small cell. Like it was just like, 
Yeah. I'm going to die. And then I was in the hospital for about like another week, I would say. Um, And then I started doing radiation on my brain and my lungs. Right. Um, And then. Why the brain as well? Because I, because it was stage four. Oh. And it it had spread to my brain. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I started doing the radiation and that was, that was going well. And then, um, my dad, uh, has a friend who is like the head of something at city of hope. So I started going to city of hope while I was doing radiation at this other hospital. And, um, she prescribed me Tarsiva and Tarsiva is like this really great, Tigresso, Tigresso, I'm on Tarsiva now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tigresso. Um, it's like, it's this immunotherapy drug. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposed to really like help, but I was one of the like two or 3% of people who had a really bad reaction to it. Okay. So then I was, I ended up in the hospital um, for a month. And, um, they put a, I was intubated. So they put a tube down my throat and thought I was going to die. Yeah. But do you always, you always knew you weren't the whole time or um, how, like, I mean, there was one point where it was really scary because I was breathing like really weird, like yeah, on the machine or, uh, I think without the machine. Okay. Okay. I think so. It's yeah. Like part of my life is a blur kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was like, I was having a hard time, like catching my breath and like slowing down. It was like, <laughs> wow. Um, so, um, I just know when I woke up, my arms were tied to the bed, um, because I had the tube down my throat and every time, like, my glasses would fall down and I'd want to like push them up, but I couldn't because my arms were tied to the oh. bed. I think they thought that I was like reaching for my face because I wanted to rip the tube out. No way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, yeah, my husband came to yeah. the hospital. They like wrote him a visitor pass. and That's good. Um, and there was like a, a thing that had all these letters and words. And so they were like, uh, are you hungry? And I'd like circle Y E S or, you know, whatever. Huh. I didn't eat. So that's a lie. Oh. That's a lie. But yeah, yeah. Because I had a tube down my throat. So how could I eat? Um, but you're pretty much like you're over the hump now. Yeah. Where? So I got, out, I got out and then I, um, and then I broke my hip. Uh, and then I was. Because that just, was hurting before, right? That was. No. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would think that's what it would be. Um, but. Uh, I was like at this house and um, I was outside and then I was walking back in and there's like a step that uh, step and I lost my balance and I just, I fell over. Oh my gosh. And broke it. Whoa. And, uh, I didn't want to have surgery. So I uh, had to be like wheelchair bound for like about three months. Oh, okay. So yeah. now, so now you're walking again. Yeah, now I'm walking. Okay. Okay. Good. Wow. How yeah. how do you 
decide, like, did you make like a decide a decision? Like I'm going to maybe like share this on social media or I'm going to keep this on the down low, or I'm going to connect up with, or today.com fi- found you. I mean, how did. So, yeah. So my, so city of hope, um, uh, interviewed me for like an article. I didn't really know what it was for, but, yeah. uh, they sent it out to a bunch of different publications mm-hmm. and um, the guy from today or the lady from today.com mm-hmm. uh, and said that she wanted to do an interview. Wow. So then we did an interview over zoom and um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I've had cancer in my family where the person was like, no one's ever going to know anything about this. And I've had, you know, somewhere we're like kind of just waiting and seeing. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Did it help you like to, to share this stuff or did it definitely, you know, kind of get, take a weight off your shoulders a little bit. And yeah, yeah. I would say um, sharing has helped because I feel like I'm doing something productive. Like yeah. if, if I can help someone, encourage someone to like get checked out or, you know, um, I was diagnosed at stage four, but if someone can find out that they have, you know, any type of cancer, right. like stage one or yeah, like, um, then totally. Least, yeah. At least I can do something. I know it. I have, um, I have another Facebook friend. It's like, he's, well, I've actually, I've interviewed someone. She was, I don't know. I forgot what type she had, but she, she's, she's in the hospital. She does her treatments and she's, she's fighting it really well. And then I have another current Facebook friend that like, he's just finding out and he's getting the chemo and everything. And it's, it's very rough, but he's, he's getting, you know, what support he can. So yeah, it's, it's a crazy, it gets crazy experience. Um, but you know, you definitely had to, you know, admire, you know, you for sharing it and then, you know, giving some people some hope with all this. Um, where, where did you meet your husband? When did you guys meet and how this all come together? So um, after film school, I wanted to finish my thesis film um, because what happened was I, I shot my film on actual film, 16 yeah. meter. And um, my sound guy messed up my sound somehow and I didn't have any sound files at all. Oh, wow. So we were, and then it was like a, it was like a comedy with like six actors or like several actors yeah. that we had to like have them come in and like ADR and like, huh. okay, this is what it says in the script, but I know you guys improvise. So like, try to remember what you said. And like, <laughs> it was awful. So, so you didn't even have the sound. You just didn't have, you didn't have like poor sound. You had no sound. And no sound. <laughs> you guys just like almost pretend it was like a silent movie yeah. and create the dialogue. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so I graduated and I was like, I want to finish the sound. So um, my one of my friends said, oh, I know a sound guy. He works for Universal. Like, he'll do it. And I'm like, but I don't have any money to, like, pay this person. Yeah. I'll like, oh, just buy him some beer or, you know, <laughs> like, he'll do it. So that's how I met him. And mm-hmm. of course he said he would uh, work on the film. And then um, I started managing my mother's ap- apartment complex. Oh, wow. And- we had a vacancy and I 
uh, emailed a bunch of friends and he was one of them. And I, I just like, we have a vacancy if anyone's interested. And he got back to me. I was like, I'm interested. Now, when I showed him this apartment, it was disgusting. Like, <laughs> like a giant- what part is this in LA? Yeah, it's in North Hollywood. No, I, I've lived like three different areas in North Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. it's um, like Victory and Lancashire area. Oh, yeah, yeah. So right near in and out Yes. Right. Um, so we um, we had a flood in the apartment like the day that they came to see it. And so there was like a giant hole in the middle of one of the rooms. Mm-hmm. And they came at night. So I had to like hook up a a lantern with like a extension cord and I was like showing it to them in the dark. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's like I promise, like this hole is gonna be filled and it's gonna be really nice and we're gonna fix it and it's not gonna smell like this. And like um so I was really embarrassed showing them the apartment and then they like I couldn't I they left. I was just like oh I cannot believe I just showed them this. And, then, uh, <laughs> and, and he's then, like I'll take it. <laughs> he was, he was. <laughs> So then, uh, yeah. So then we were neighbors for, uh, about like nine months or so. And then we started dating. And, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Very nice. So, uh, speaking of film school, then let's, let's try this out. I'm going to put this on gallery and then I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to share the sound and I'm going to share the film. I don't know if you were there during the filming of it. You, I think I was. Cause do you, do you still, are you still in touch with Keith or any of those guys or they're, they're still in your friendlies? I mean, Keith is awesome. Like, yeah, totally be in touch with Keith. I'll, I'll tag him in this, but let me try to see if you see this. Okay. All right, guys, that the film is really gross. There's just so much poop and fart noises. So I'm just going to cut right to the end of us watching back the film. And uh, we're going to leave the YouTube link in the show notes. so You guys can check it out. There was never a screening of this. We never had like where all the film students get together and show their stuff. But at least there was a happy ending. And here. (laughs) There we go. The best part is the credits. Fabulous. Best friends. I don't know if these names ring a bell. There, there you are. And I've been talking to them in like twenty years. For twenty years, but still, okay. And that was that was our that was our piece. So oh, that's amazing. So <laughs> I guess we could just. We could just leave it there as the grand finale. Oh, whoops. Let me, uh, now I'm sharing something else. That's going to a different YouTube video of mine. Hold on one second. Let me get rid of that. Let me get rid of that. Okay. We're back on the interview. Sorry. Sorry. My dog is very complainy. Oh, that's fine. Um, are there, are there any, any upcoming like things you're, you're producing yourself right now? Um, Um, that we can look forward to? Yeah, I, well, we're getting ready to move. We started moving, um, but I want to, <laughs> I want to shoot a couple things at this house 
um, before we go. One is like a, a sketch that's like this young person that's like, oh my gosh, have you seen this house? This house is so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. And then I just like show random parts of the house. Um, <laughs> and then um, the other one is a, it's like a, um, you know, uh, Troy McClure from The Simpsons? Uh, the character? Yeah. Because he's like, he's like a real estate agent? Kind, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, think I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I want to do something that's like sort of like that style of like uh, to the camera, like, but I would be uh, Matt Gates. Um, <laughs> I don't know who Matt Gates is. He's a politician who. Um, oh, that guy, the guy from Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Matt Gates here. Um, <laughs> you may remember me from such things as uh, the insurrection. Yeah, yeah. My husband says that my hair looks like Matt Gates uh, right now. Uh, and you could then pull it off. You should make it work. Right. <laughs> we'll see if I ever get get those done. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. And are there, there's Jessica Amal stuff we can find online to check out? Yeah, if you go on my YouTube, um, I think it's just Jessica Amal. Okay. Um, I have a bunch of sketch sketches. Uh, nice. Yeah. Are you more an is SNL like your your sketch thing of choice, or were you ever into Mad TV or Upright? Oh, someone's at my door. One second. Okay. No problem. Are you still acting? Uh, I'm still comedying. Um, yeah. I have a song I created about five months ago. It's called The COVID Cure, where I was noticing that, you know, I'm watching people during COVID and they're always wearing, you know, wearing masks and so on, except when they're eating. So I was like, you know what? What if we're just always eating? That must be the way we can't get it. Because when <laughs> we're in a restaurant sitting down, we're impervious. So I kind of just wrote a whole song off that concept. And, and I did a mix of like some virtual comedy, some in-person comedy and um, yeah. So it's, and I do a lot of tutoring like kids and stuff. So online all now, which is very busy and crazy, but yeah, I'm still looking forward to my next gig. I think I I booked a gig a few days ago. I'm going to, in July, in Malibu, I'm doing someone's sweet 16 birthday. Oh, cool. So it's, a, it's a bohemian dinner. Oh, and, nice. uh, and luckily a, a comedian, uh, gave me like, kind of gave me a, a recommend new, she, we had a, a Facebook friend in common and the mother knows him. And he said, I was not bad, which was good. So <laughs> I got that gig that way, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. So we're just merrily, merrily, merrily. Okay. So very, very good catching up. Um, I, I look forward to, to hearing more from you. Cool. And wow. uh, we'll go to, go to Jessica Mall on YouTube and watch her sketches. And uh, yeah, I always thought you were, you're, you're like the, the, the bright, like shining star of that crew. So it was very nice to, to reconnect. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for, thanks for coming on socially awkward and hopefully it it did manage to be awkward a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good. All right. All right. That was my talk with Jessica Amal. 
Um, definitely uh, give her a shout. Check out what she's up to. Uh, I'm very excited for some upcoming episodes. I get to interview two Facebook friends that have the exact same name, and I interview them at the same time. And it was probably one of the more, most awkward things I've done. It was a fun interview, but you'll I enjoyed it so much. And uh, recently also there was a Bon Jovi fan club trip. So I might have a Facebook friend on to who was there. So I will probably bring someone on to recap that for me. Or I might recruit a new Facebook friend for the recap. So a lot of uh, things in the queue. A lot of things to be excited about. So definitely come back. Awkwardwithevan.com. Subscribe where you can to podcasts. And we will see you soon. Stay awkward because I will. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.